What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. My name is Ewan. It is Thursday, September 21st, and on today's episode, we are going to get into some Fantasy Premier League with a Game Week 6 preview. Before we dive right in, just want to ask a quick favor. Any likes, subscribes to the channel, greatly appreciated, almost at 100 on the season so trying to get to those triple digits before we get to the next international break so would greatly appreciate any likes subscribes any feedback in the comments as well you can also follow me on twitter right here here at you in or you out where i'm pretty active during f1 race weekends and fantasy premier league game weeks but let's dive right into the action here with a game week six preview but first i will give my take on the massacre that was game week five, 39 points for me. Went against Erling Holland, captained Bakayo Saka, so it worked out okay here. Realizing this is my game week four team, so I did not update that picture. Apologies for that, but I did have two free transfers. I moved Foden to Madison and Baldock to Shar, so I've got 0.2 remaining in the bank. And after that, Mighty massacre of a game week. I moved down to 717,000 in the world. But like my bad uh, proofing of my slideshow here, we will just move right on to game week six here with the fixtures. There's eight teams in European action. A uh, few tonight watching, well, not watching, but recording right now as Liverpool are currently losing to FC Losk of Austria. So that would be quite an embarrassment if that result stays as it is. But five games on Saturday, five games on Sunday this week. Saturday, we've got Crystal Palace, Fulham, Luton Wolves, Man City, Nottingham Forest as the three classic afternoon kickoffs. So that means it'll be a 1.30 UK time deadline, 7.30 a.m. Eastern time for game week six uh brentford everton as the early evening game and then burnley man united saturday at eight o'clock on sunday we've got arsenal spurs in the north london derby brighton bournemouth chelsea aston villa liverpool west ham and then sheffield united versus newcastle so lots of premier league action all combined into two days but it will not be uh off our screens very often once saturday rolls around Looking at the fixture ticker here, Luton and Burnley still top the fixture ticker because they have that game double game week uh, coming up next week. Uh, Luton have Everton and Burnley, and then Burnley have Newcastle and Luton. I have Kabori in my squad right now. Uh, I've had him since game week one. I'll probably just keep him for that double, and I will play him for that double. But outside of those two, we've got Newcastle, Aston Villa, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Bournemouth. And then at the bottom here, we've got Wolves, Man City, Sheffield United, Brighton, and Nottingham Forest. So a lot of people are using their wild card this week. This is kind of where you want to look at and kind of plan out what assets you want to jump on. A lot of people wildcarding this week are it's to get Mo Salah in their team. And if you look at these fixtures coming up, West Ham at home, uh, Tottenham on the road, Brighton on the road, and then Everton and Nottingham Forest at home. Game week nine is going to be very popular to get Mo Salah back in the squad with Everton and Nottingham Forest at home in back-to-back game weeks. Wouldn't be surprised if people are trying to get on him early right now, see if he can bag a few points. He's got returns in 11 straight Premier League games, so 
counting on the Egyptian king to kind of keep returning. Um, if you have a wild card, and good luck to you with that. Chelsea still have some good fixtures coming up, but their assets are getting dumped by many. This week, Nico Jackson has fallen in price as everyone tries to bring in Julian Alvarez. Uh, but Chelsea still have Aston Villa and Fulham coming up, then Burnley, Arsenal, and Brentford. So still quite a few games for Chelsea that look attractive, but their assets are just not getting it done. Uh, Nico Jackson and Ben Chilwell just really on the chopping block for me this week as well. Moving on to, um, so this week I usually cover like one, two, or three big topics, but I just want to hit on quite a few like mini topics this week. European rotation is a big uh, thing right now with the Champions League, Europa League, and Europa Conference all starting this week. Uh, this is from the excellent Legomani underscore FPL on Twitter or X. Uh, he makes these fantastic charts showing the rest between each game for all the sides. So the more green, the longer those guys have between games. So as you can see here, Man City, not a lot of time from their last game uh, to when they just played in the Champions League. But now they've got a few days break till Nottingham Forest. Then they have another few days break when they have Carabao Cup. Uh, on the FPL Wire podcast, they were saying that Pep has pretty much confirmed that he's going to play the kids. So that will be uh, something to watch. But then, yeah, Newcastle on Wednesday in the Carabao Cup, then Wolves on the Saturday, and then they have another uh, Champions League game coming up. And so Man City got some red, got some yellow, not great there. Arsenal have a lot of red, so we'll have to watch out for their rotation. But really, go follow Lego Mane on Twitter. He deserves it. He makes these excellent graphics explaining all the rest. As you can see, like Tottenham, they don't even, they're not even in the Carabao Cup anymore. They don't have Europe this week or ever this season. So they have plenty of rest. That's why, like, a James Madison is an excellent pick on wildcard. Would definitely have him in your lineup. Liverpool as well, not too shabby. They've got the Thursday through Sunday is short rest, but it's, you'll see. I mean, they might mess it up if they lose tonight. Uh, it was 1-0 when I started recording this. Uh, West Ham on Sunday. Then they've got Leicester at the Carabao Cup. And then it looks like Tottenham in the league the week after that before a few days rest before their next Europa League game. But yeah, this is really where you want to live right now if you are using your wild card. So all I can really do is point you towards this fantastic asset. I'm not going to go through every single team, obviously. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out Lego Money's and Ben Krellin's excellent uh, planner as well if you have time before your wildcard locks if you're using it this week. Moving on to the title of the episode, which was Don't Go Chasing Last Week's Hauls. Uh, yeah, don't go chasing hauls. Like, let's just look at how the season has gone so far. Game week one, highest scoring player was Rafael Varane. He scored 14 points as Man United kept a clean sheet. And he is on 15 points for the season because he got one point in the next game week and then he's been injured since then. Brian Mbuemo is probably the biggest outlier in this uh, besides the pictured man there, Erling Holland. 16 points in game week two. Everyone thought, oh, must have scored two points next week. Raheem Sterling had Luton on a Friday night. Everyone was all about him. 19 points. Oh my goodness. Let's get him in for next week. This is the sign that Chelsea have turned it around. They've got all these great fixtures. Next week, two points. Game week four, Sung Hung Min came in. He played 
as a central striker for Tottenham after Richarlson kind of faltered 20 points. Tons of people brought him in. I was very tempted to bring him in last week. I went with Madison instead. He didn't do much better, but yes, Sung Hyungman, two points. And Erling Holland also tied him that week with 20 points, but he scored six last weekend. So Bernardo Silva, 13 game week score. We're not going to be chasing him because he is injured, but it's just kind of a precautionary tale on all of those managers. Bringing in Julian Alvarez, he's the hottest topic in FPL community on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all the places. Everyone's discussing him, and I can't blame him. He's having some excellent results, but it is just a word of caution that maybe we don't always want to be chasing the new shiny toy every week because, as you can see, it does not really benefit us immediately, and that makes us knee-jerk and make worse decisions as the season goes along. And this is one of the reasons why. So Julian Alvarez versus Nico Jackson, game week three, I think, was when everyone was kind of deciding between the two. They both looked good. Nico Jackson had good underlying stats. He hadn't really done anything with them. Julian Alvarez had looked pretty sharp in the first two. But just look at this first thing right here. Julian Alvarez, since game week three, 25 FPL points. Nico Jackson, nine. One goal each. Alvarez has four assists. Two of those are uh, FPL assists, as we would call them, just from uh, being fouled before penalty. But XGI, 2.20 for Alvarez, 2.7 for Nico Jackson, and then expected points that comes from the Fantasy Football Hub. Uh, Julian Alvarez, 16.5. Nico Jackson, 16.3. So it is... Kind of these two slides here, the don't go chasing halls and the captain hindsight, they all kind of meld together. It's like everyone wants to bring in Julian Alvarez. I can't blame him. He's looked great, scored another two goals in the Champions League this week. But Nico Jackson's just, he's right there. He's kind of matching him in all the underlying stats. A lot of us like to go off of the underlying stats. I, I'm one of those managers as well. But it's so hard to just keep watching Julian Alvarez back point after point, and Nico Jackson looks absolutely lost on the pitch right now, especially Chelsea's starting to make a little bit more moves, like Ben Chilwell's been hitting the bench. Poch is kind of looking for answers as Chelsea's like early season rise um, was maybe a little too early for them to come together as a team. And yeah, if we just go back here to the fixture ticker real quick, like Man City, they've got... Forest at home this weekend, Wolves on the road, and then Arsenal, Brighton, and Man United. That's a pretty tough run for Julian Alvarez coming up. He might score another 10 points against Nottingham Forest this weekend, and it won't really matter what he does against Arsenal, Brighton, or Man United. But Nico Jackson here, Aston Villa, Fulham, Burnley, Arsenal, Brentford, like those are better fixtures over the next five. Than Julian Alvarez has plus Pep Roulette. Nico Jackson's pretty nailed. He does have four yellow cards, so Nico Jackson is one yellow card away from a suspension. So it's really tough. I really, I'm tempted to get Julian Alvarez. He's pretty much my plan transfer this week. But when I was doing this research, it really did make me take a step back, and I'm gonna wait off. I've missed the price rises this week for Julian Alvarez. Uh, I don't really mind. Um, I can make money. I can activate the wild card if I need to. I've got some, like, I can go from Shar down to Botman on a wild card if I want to. Uh, but definitely something to think about as we move forward that 
maybe Alvarez is overperforming, Nico Jackson is underperforming, so definitely something to think of before you click that transfer button this weekend. Managing the Magpies here, we've got four guys in the defense. Uh, they're starting to, their fixtures are turning for the good. Just kind of laid out all of their stats so far this year. So Botman, Byrne, Shar, and Trippier right here. Botman, he costs 4.5 million. He's got 18 points on the season so far. 14.6 expected points thanks to Fantasy Football Hub and a 0.51 expected goal involvement. He's on 15.8% of teams. Burn here, also 4.5 million, 11 FPL points, 14.38 expected points, 0.21 XGI, and he's only in 3.2% of team. Teams, uh, Fabian Schar, 5 million. That's who I went with last week. Kind of like coming out the other side of the game week. Uh, maybe I could have held off one more week. I, I kind of am already regretting spending that extra 0.5 on Shar. Maybe he'll reward me. Maybe I'll get lucky there. Uh, but yeah, kind of questioning my decision-making a little bit there uh, with how much was happening over the international break. Uh, it was an interesting decision by me that I might regret immediately by not going with Botman. Shar uh, does have 15.2 expected points on the season so far. 0.20 XGI, and he's in 3.1% of teams. Kieran Trippier, kind of the man of the hour. Everyone's kind of like, is he worth 2 million more than Botman? Very like questioning what's going on there, but doesn't have any attacking returns yet. 6.5 million, 13 FPL points, 16.9 expected points. So he leads Botman, Burn, Shar, and himself in that category, and he leads them in expected goal involvement with 0.76, and he's already in 31.3% of teams. So Kieran Trippier, already popular, has some the best underlying stats of the bunch, but he does cost $2 million more than Botman. Botman came through with bonus points last weekend, clean sheet for Newcastle. They look like they have plenty in the bank here. I think for me, I would be going Botman, then Trippier, then Shar, which is difficult for me to say as someone that just brought in Shar last week. Uh, but if I'm on a wild card, I think I'll just go with Botman, get a little bit of an avenue into the Newcastle defense. I know a couple of people are thinking about doubling up or tripling up on the Newcastle thing. That just did not go well last season. Uh, they ended up not keeping a ton of clean sheets. Their underlying data is impressive still. I think they're fifth for expected goals conceded so far this season, and they have a lot more, or they have an easier run of fixtures coming up, obviously. But doubling up on a defense always makes me a little bit nervous, especially this season. There's been more goals than ever in the Premier League. Clean sheets are at a premium, so getting a guy with some attacking potential in like a trippier is ideal is just he doesn't cost 5 million this year he costs 6.5 so it's going to be interesting to see where all these new managers coming in buying some newcastle defense go this week i think char is going to remain a differential so we'll just hope for some thunder strike from him from outside the box and that will reward us with some fpl points wild card draft everyone's doing it i figured i would just make one anyway uh, but right now, I would take the punt on David Rea and Areola in goal. David Rea has looked super impressive. I've honestly been calling for Ramsdale to get benched for about six months now. Not impressive. Arsenal just seemed to flow so much better. 4-0 win over PSV the other night in the Champions League was really impressive. At the back here, I would go with Gusto, Botman, Udagi, 
I put Gusto there again, and Kabore, I meant to put Estupanan right there, uh, obviously. I, I would stick with Estupanan. The attack and return potential is just so high with this guy. Brighton look fantastic going forward. Botman, cheapest of the Newcastle defense with some pretty good underlying numbers that we just showed you in the last slide. Udogi, just more cheap attacking defenders. Gusto, he's doing all right, 4.2. Reese James might not be back until after the international break again. And then Kabore has that double game week coming up, so I'll probably play head there. Midfielders would be James Madison, Brian and Buemo, Diaby, Salah, and Saka. I already have three of these guys in my midfield, so that's not too bad. Uh, Diaby with Aston Villa just looks so good on the, like, he kind of like jumps off the page when you're watching Aston Villa play. So definitely interested in him and Mo Salah would be the second premium. So you'd have to make some uh, com uh, compensations among the rest of your squads. So no like super premium defender there, as you can see, like all of those defenders, the Stupinen would be the most at 5.3 or whatever he's at right now. Uh, and then along the forward line, it would be Erling Holland, Julian Alvarez, and Cameron Archer, uh, Holland, self-explanatory. Alvarez, he's in great form. I think he might be my transfer this week. And Cameron Archer just gives you someone to bring off the bench whenever you need it in case you've got a tough fixture that week. Game week six preview my team. So this is my team right now as I have it lined up. Those are the three sites, FPL Review, Fantasy Football Scout, Fantasy Football Hub, all right in my team there before the transfers. So I've got Turner and Nett, Estupanan, Shar, Chilwell at the back, Madison and Buemo, Rashford, Bruno, Saka in the midfield, sticking with the Man United double. I know things, the, the vibes are bad at Old Trafford right now, but I can't pass up a game against Burnley. And then Nico Jackson and Holland are up front as of right now. I haven't made any transfers with Pickford, Gabriel, Jao Pedro, and Kabore on the bench. Going with Turner against Man City is risky, but banking on some save points. Don't think Pickford keeps a clean sheet against Brentford either. So just kind of going with who I think can get more save points. And I think that's going to be Matt Turner. He might let in four goals. So we'll see, but you never know. Crazier things have happened in FPL. But yeah, the BT is the before the transfers and the PT is post transfers. So if I made the switch from Nico Jackson to Julian Alvarez, which is my potential plan transfer right now looks like all of the sites would like my team a little bit more fantasy football hub the least amount only going up 0.4 but it does it is tempting i really don't enjoy watching chelsea right now uh so getting more man city in is probably the way to go we might get an early lineup leak as well on saturday with the lineup or the the game week starting at 1 30 eastern or UK time, so we'll hope to see some Man City team news. I'm probably going to wait uh, out until then, unless I can see like Nico Jackson's going to go down and Julian Alvarez is going to go up. I do have, I only have 0.2 in the bank. Uh, Alvarez is currently 6.9 and Jackson is 7, so I don't really want to lose any more money than I already have. Checking out what FPL Review thinks I should do this week, they are favoring the no transfer, which I have done every. Uh, even game week so far this season, but their second option is Nico Jackson to Julian Alvarez. So that's a little bit of a confidence boost there that I'm making the right decision. 
And then Fantasy Football Hub, they recommend that I roll a transfer, or they recommend my other move could be Chilwell to Gvardiol. But Man City just have a tendency to give up a annoying goal in any game they play. They even gave up one in the Champions League this week, one to Sheffield United, one to West Ham. So no thanks there. So I think if I make a transfer, it will be Nico Jackson to Julian Alvarez, join the masses, but uh, it's going to come down. It might come down to the lineup leak. So hopefully we get one. Uh, don't really want to be chancing the FPL servers down to the last second on Saturday. But that is going to do it for this week's episode of Backup Fantasy Sports covering FPL game week six. Uh, just once again, if you like the video, just click that like button real quick. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel to get notifications whenever I do post a new video, which will be every single game week for the season. Or if you're into F1 fantasy, I do post race previews there all the time as well. And you can follow me on Twitter at you in or you out. But once again, thanks for listening. Good luck in game week six, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>